Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Fiesta! No. Welcome. No. Yeah, no, do that's it, how we started. Do it Ryan. again. Do it again. Right. No, no, that was nope. good. It's off and running. God, we can't put it back, Ryan. What's the problem? Fine, keep going. This is not up to our exacting standards. The 40 for 40 for the Fiesta Bowl already careening off the road and through an entire thicket of Suaro cactuses. Uh, this is, by the way, if you've ever been to the Fiesta Bowl, uh, what a delight. It's fun. It's great. You get to stay at cool hotels that are out in the middle of the desert. You get to go to a, I don't know, Frank Lloyd Wright architecture tour. That was the best. Yeah. Man, all time the- walking around like Kanye would love it here. <laughs> <laughs> that really was what we were thinking all independently. <laughs> Cause if you go hotel, out- that nice hotel network actually might be a problem because like sports writers fap some love affair with the saddle Marriott is the reason we have title games there. It's totally true. There's absolutely no other reason to have a game there. Dear sports writers, go on a real vacation, you idiot. Yeah, you know the other the reason they love Phoenix? Phoenix is about quality chains. Phoenix is, is a chain restaurant town, yes. It's New a chili-based economy. Oh, it's mm, a Ruth's. No, no, no. It's, it's no, they got nice chains. That's right. They got the they got the upgrade chain, right? Yeah, they got burger chains, but it's... Somewhere Doug's blood is boiling and he doesn't know why. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Chili's. Chili's the smircher. I'm sure there's a great Chili's. How dare you? Somebody's talking shit about Chili's right now. Those fajitas sizzle with the sound of freedom. Wait, that Twitter account, Chili's? (laughs) Chili's Chili's Defender. (laughs) This is is where Clemson and Ohio State will play uh, the Fiesta Bowl semifinal. 
this is the game that I, I think in a perfect world is less interesting than Washington, Alabama. This isn't a perfect world. This, this will probably be the better game uh, featuring two more evenly matched teams, a number two and a number three, a team uh, in Clemson that made the title game last year with the same quarterback, Deshaun Watson, and uh, number three, Ohio State, uh, who can pretty consistent all year long. Kind of a, this is an, this is an ugly, ugly Ohio State team. And I, I mean that affectionately. They play ugly-ass football. It is also an Ohio State team that is not supposed to be here. And I, I mean that affectionately as well. I mean, there's a, there's a healthy bit of discontent with how, how Ohio State got here, especially with the Penn State loss, et cetera, et cetera. But this is a young-ass team. Um, and the fact that they got to this position at all is pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, and, and, and to doing so with, with, like, a lot of this centers on Ohio State's defense. Mean as hell. Fast. Extremely physical. Even, even for, you know, your, your average Ohio State under Urban Meyer defense. Just, a, like, they carried this team. Because at times, this offense just refused to work. They did not pass really well. They ran the ball reasonably well. And other than that, relied a lot on their defense to keep them in games. And that'll be what they try to do against Clemson, which is kind of where I see the problem for Ohio State here because Clemson has, yeah, Deshaun Watson, who, yeah, was asked to press and do too much at times this year. And they still kept winning games because Deshaun Watson happens to be really good at football and is the sort of guy who can cover a lot of weaknesses that you might happen to have on offense. Ohio State is kind of the mirror image of that in that JT Barrett was really, I mean, what was his best game? He had two good runs against Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, That's I mean, once, I mean, a lot. They, he, he, he had an efficient, he had an efficient game against Oklahoma. 70% of his passes, they, they went, completed 70% of their passes through four touchdowns. They also only had to throw for 152 yards. Um, like, once you get into the meat of the schedule, they were good against Nebraska. And the Penn State game stands out as well. And the ending the season with Michigan State and Michigan, both of the, those games combined, Ohio State passed for 210 yards and one touchdown. That's not great. One important theme of this season is that there aren't any good teams. And... Mm-hmm. Ohio State is a pretty good example because, I mean, they're real young. This is a rebuilding team. They're better than they should be, but still. Uh, you put this team up against, you know, the 2014 team, I don't think it does all that well. Yeah. Um, yeah. They still, I, th- I, will, I will give them credit for, they went into Oklahoma and just beat that ass. Just beat it so badly. They did, and I will also point this out. that even Oklahoma, through- another team that's not good. Well, yeah, there's that. That's true. I will also point this out for JT Barrett. JT Barrett does not make many mistakes. He does not. Even when passing for meager yardage, only threw five INTs all year long. Admittedly, in an offense that likes to run about 60-40 run pass. And also, when you need a play, JT Barrett, if you want to know like why he got the starting job and why he's good, he is the best junk baller in all of college football. And by that, I mean the kind of dude who you go, man, he is playing awful and it will have no impact on whether ohio state wins or not because he'll pull two or three plays out 
when they need it. That's not clutch. I mean that he can take a bad situation and make it a pretty good thing and won't make many mistakes along the way. He's not a sorcerer, but he's an alchemist. Correct. Correct. He's the kind of guy who, uh, there's no magic there, but he will get you some gold every now and then. That's Plus, perfect. he has more rushing yards than any individual Michigan player. Whoops. Really? That's a, that's a true thing. I just looked it up. I, I almost don't believe it myself, but there it is. That's unreal. Because Michigan's got a long way off of like crap offense this year. Like Not crap offense, but just... Yeah, be- beating up on weaker teams, which Ohio State did not have the luxury of doing on the whole, even against. That's that despite, I don't know, despite all the the winning and and jockeying back and forth that got us here, we can at least take solace heading into this game in the fact that Jim Harbaugh and James Franklin are real mad. That's true. That's a that is a really that is an underrated point. Yeah, whether you like him or not, there's not a lot of joy in seeing Urban Meyer upset because he doesn't really give you a lot. These other two, the histrionics they've been spewing, will power us all like geothermal psychic veins. No, it is it is very telling that the most candid photo of Urban Meyer ever taken in, on the sad spectrum is him eating pizza on a golf cart not even looking all that sad. With a just, thousand just, yard stare. Just yeah. kind of looking down. Not not like, like all that he emotional about waiting it. for like his oil to be changed. <laughs> right. It, yeah, it's a very pep boy's face. <laughs> that that and this. The happiness that Clemson has generated throughout the season. I want you to think about this. Entertaining games, close games, got Pitt their biggest win of the year, and as we all know, Pitt the center of all happiness and importance in college football. The greatest pet boy of all, Dabo Swinney. Wait, hey, can I raise a point of order? Mm-hmm. Something that I thought of last night, and I can't stop thinking about it. Have you guys have you guys covered Clemson game except for the title game? Have you covered like an actual Clemson game? Have you met their assistants? Yep. You ever met Jeff Scott? Mm-hmm. You ever notice how much Jeff Scott looks like Dabo? Oh my God, son. He- Jeff Scott was cloned to provide reserve organs for Dabo for when he ruptures something. <laughs> like, I know yeah. Clemson doesn't believe in science. Oh, no, 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 no. The Clemson- in, but they're trying to protect, they do believe in protecting their investment, is all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. return to your narrative. No, my mind's blown. That's completely accurate. I'm trying to think of a biblical um, uh, v- validation for human cloning uh, taking the rib i don't know yeah that yeah works. that could work that, that could works work. that works for god so loved dabo that he created a sub dabo i mean it does suggest something <laughs> about Dabo-double. the relationship between dabo and jeff scott that i'm not totally comfortable with and frankly dabo's not either but um no i said a clone yeah I'm well, micro- that's, I'm- that's the sin of onan mm. <laughs> onan the acc oh. that is oh <laughs> Mark Rick just threw up and he does not know why. <laughs> I got to get out of this conference. <laughs> <laughs> That's unholy. Uh, by the way, like just, just the other thing about Clemson to me, besides like just Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, it, it is, I do think defense, I think their defense can handle Ohio State. I think there'll be moments when Urban just gets real bullheaded late starts running the ball pretty well. I think that'll be fine. But Clemson's right there in terms of, of their defensive rankings, in terms of their efficiency. 
I, I don't think they're going to be able to push them around. And that's when Ohio State's been super successful. And when Ohio State hasn't been successful, it's been when they've had players who can actually test them. And Clemson's got those. So, yeah, it's, yeah I, I just don't see Ohio State offensively as matching up that, that well in this game. And that's like the difference if you want like serious football stuff. Yeah, between Artavis Scott and Mike Williams, um, the, they've got two really good receivers that will just stress the hell out of you the whole time. And and Jordan Jordan Leggett's probably in that conversation too. He doesn't have the the numbers of the other two, but you know they've used him in spots where it's just like, oh yeah, forgot about him. Whoops. Sure. And one thing I one thing I thought about today is that Clemson's designed to work out of the hurry up, and that's not something Ohio State's really matched up against this year, right? Like, who in the Big Ten's running a hurry up that works to this sort of like degree and and, and commitment? No. Well, Listen, Rucker, Rutgers is running a hurry up. It's just in a different, with a different direction in mind. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Hello, just, just a little team called Penn State. How, how'd the Buckeyes do against them? Uh, a valid point, sir. But admittedly, like, they didn't, they didn't lose that game because the defense collapsed. Hey, that block field goal hurried up to the end zone, didn't he? Boom, sucker. 